Episode 2, The History of Dictators. Hi, my name's Otter and welcome to Our History, the history podcast I'm making with my dad. Dad, introduce myself. Hello, I'm Luke, Otto's dad. So this is Episode 2 and we decided that we're going to talk about dictators. Not really sure why. Uh, Well, after talking about Julius Caesar, the dictator's dictator, if you will, it just seemed like a nice segue from that to talk about dictators in general. What have segues got to do with anything? Did Stalin tootle about on one of those two-wheeler things for people who are too lazy to walk? Uh, No, I don't think that would have been very him. It sort of means moving from one subject to another. I think it comes from music, and it's probably an invented word anyway. So what exactly is a dictator, Dad? Sometimes I think you can be a bit of a dictator when you do your whole you're going to bed now because I told you so and I am your father routine. I don't think you've done much mass murdering and from what I've seen, most dictators have done a bit of that at some point. It is a bit confusing. There are quite a lot of words that cover the same sort of thing like tyrant or despot. I know. Let's look up dictator in the dictionary and see what it says. Hold on a sec. (coughs) Pardon? Nothing. I'm going to go and get the dictionary. Oh, this this is great listening. Dad goes to get a book and then reads for the book. Oh, hi, Dad. (laughs) Go and tell him what's that. So, let's have a look in the dictionary. See. Oh, this is such fun. Diff, diff, differential, dielectric, diazo, dictate. Can't be far now. Uh, Dictator. Noun. A ruler with total power over a country. Typically one who has obtained control by force. Uh, A person who behaves in an autocratic way. Oh, that's me. Um, In ancient Rome, a chief magistrate with absolute power appointed in an emergency. Aha. That's Caesar. But that probably doesn't tell us an awful lot that we probably didn't know already, does it? What surprised me was how little there was about dictators pure and simple. I was hoping to find a book somewhere that maybe started with some ancient dictators like Caesar and Sulla. We didn't mention him in our Caesar episode, but he was a dictator of Rome a few years before Caesar, who was a pretty nasty chap. Then I thought this book I was imagining would jump forward a thousand years or so to Oliver Cromwell or Napoleon, and then move on to compare modern dictators, your classics, like Hitler, Stalin, Mao Zedong, Mussolini, Pol Pot, Franco. You know that lot. I wanted something that said that even though that lot came from what were supposed to be different political points of view, they had some basic things in common. But most of the books I found either just compared two dictators like Hitler and Mussolini or just went with general baddies through history. What about you, Otto? You were looking up some stuff on the internet, weren't you? Yeah, I saw this one thing which was someone had gone along and made a website in which they put on the top 25 dictators of all time. Slightly weird. Um, And it was like, I think they did it by the order of how many people they killed. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's, yeah, so th- those sorts of things is just basically 
cruel, nasty people. Because what kind of people did they have in there? Did they have uh, Hitler, Stalin? Yeah, I think Mao was first. Right. He was number one. Yeah. Hitler was number two. And okay. Stalin was number four. Yeah. I can't quite remember who number three was. Right. Did they have kings as well? Or? Um, there was a few. There was the king of Belgium. Oh, yeah? During the, you know, when Belgium conquered the Congo. Okay. What was his name? Do you remember? No. Leopold. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think there was Vlad the Impaler. Vlad the Impaler. Yeah. Yeah, because that's the thing, isn't it? Cause, but Vlad the Impaler was a sort of... Was he a king or a... He was a... Duke or something, wasn't he? Well, yeah, it was a kind of king time. Yes. Yeah, do you remember more or less when he was about? It was like 40... Something, yeah, sort of king times. Yeah, because yeah, for me, somehow, kings don't... You can't call a king a dictator. No. Kings are kings and dictators are dictators. Mm. Um, oh, there you go. Well, who have you got there? So you've got Mussolini, Gaddafi. Um, Bashar al-Assad, mm-hmm. Al-Saddam Hussein, yeah. Hitler, yeah. Kim Jong-un, yeah. Gaddafi, yeah. Admin. Admin? Idi Amin. Amin. Oh, yeah, um, Idi um, um. Yeah. Kim Jong-il. Yeah. Franco. Omal Abashir. Yeah. Noriega. Sorry, we're, listeners, we're just yeah. looking at the uh, site that Otto mentioned that's got all of the dictators through time. All right. Siaka Stevens. So maybe we need to make up our own definition of what a dictator is, and then we can decide who we want to include and whether they fit up to this definition. Are you allowed to do that? We're allowed to do blimmin' anything. It's a podcast. It's a podcast, yeah, so only mum's going to listen to it. Who cares? (laughs) But I think it's quite legit. One of my favourite history podcasters, David Crowther of the History of England, did something similar recently when he was speaking about whether medieval countries are nations or not. Sounds fascinating. Well, Otto, I think that one day you will get into the History of England podcast in the same way that I think that one day you will get into Bob Dylan. So, I will never get into the History of England podcast, in the same way that I'll never get into Bob Dylan. You sure about that? I think we might have strayed somewhat from the matter in hand. What is a dictator? We need to get back to making a list of what makes a dictator. Let's start listing things and see as we go along if world-famous dictators match up to the list. Okay, so here goes. I think a dictator is someone who... Kills lots of people? Yes, I think killing lots of people gets on the list. I think your internet search put Mao, Stalin and Hitler as the top three, mostly because they killed lots of people. But I would say that body count is possibly not the most important thing. How about something like holds absolute power? But not like a king. Nah, not like a king. I don't think that kings can really be called dictators. You need to kind of make yourself a dictator to qualify. You shouldn't just inherit it. Yeah, but Kim Jong-un inherited it from Kim Jong-il. Yes. And he's the dictator. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but that's nuts. But they are dictators. Yes, they are dictators. Okay, so we'll have 
a dictator needs to have somehow seized absolute power or got hold of it through somewhat nefarious means. Nefarious what? Dodgy. It is completely dodgy to have a supposedly communist state passing power from father to son like some medieval dynasty. Dad, calm down. We know you're a bit of a lefty. (sighs) And breathe. Let's have... A dictator needs to have somehow seized absolute power or got hold of it through somewhat nefarious means, brackets, like inheriting it from a relation, even if you're a complete obvious nut job. Close brackets. Does that cover our famous dictators? Oh yeah. That would cover the Hitlers, the Francos and so on. And you could also include all of the emperors of Rome... Caligula inherited absolute power from a relation and was a complete nut job. And even our own Richard Cromwell became Lord Protector of England, Scotland and Wales just because his dad was Oliver Cromwell. Uniforms. Unicorns? I wish. No, uniforms. Don't dictators generally strut around about in uniforms like all those African dictators? Nice. Good point. Yes, they do tend to. Dictators do generally rely on military power to be able to hold their absolute power. So it is kind of in their interest for the military to be on their side. People like Caesar, Napoleon or Franco were genuinely great generals. So their soldiers were happy to follow them and obey their orders as they pulled their countries apart to make themselves dictators. But some of them really weren't soldiers, or if they had been, they really weren't much good at it. And this group would include Hitler, Mao and Stalin. But even this lot still like to wear uniforms. So, okay, we will include something about uniforms. Unicorns? Uniforms. I think we need to have something about the cult of personality. Dad, come on, this is supposed to be a podcast for the kids. Cult of personality? Sorry. Right, how shall I put this? Um, Dictators seem to manage to build up this sort of aura around themselves where their people kind of, sort of worship them as if they were gods. Weird. Very weird. Do you know that they've got Lenin's body pickled in liquid somewhere in Moscow? Dad! And the body is falling apart. They need to re-pickle Lenin. Oh, Dad! Sorry. So the point is that our dictators are sort of worshipped like saints. The Catholic Church has lots of pickled bits of saints. Dad, can we have less of the pickled people, please? Okay, so here is our list so far. A dictator is someone who, one, kills lots of people, two, has somehow seized absolute power or got hold of it through somewhat nefarious means, brackets, like inheriting it from a relation, even if you are obviously a complete nut job, close brackets, three, wears uniforms, four, has built up a bit of a cult of personality. Yours sounds a bit boring, just saying. So now we're going to talk about whether uh, famous dictators match up to our definitions. Yeah. Uh, Who should we start with? Napoleon. Napoleon, yeah, nice one. Yeah, so let's look at Napoleon. He was definitely a dictator according to our new rules. Um, He killed lots of people. Did he kill lots of people? He probably didn't do lots of sort of mass extermination as such. But, but he did the kind of like getting power through nefarious memes. Me- me- memes. <laughs> memes. 
<laughs> yes, he did get power through the various means. Yeah, um, and lots of people died while he was uh, emperor of France. Yeah, um, most... and he did the classic dictator thing of going, "Oh yes, this should stop now. This should stop now. There should be no this gets power." Let's do all of this. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> he did. Yeah, because I mean, he well, he was very much like Caesar because the, you know they the, the French had a revolution and they brought in you know they got rid of their kings, they chopped their king's head off, and uh, his wife. And then they got a king. And then, well, no, you see, he said, no, no, I'm not a king. I'm I an am, emperor. Yes, <laughs> I am an emperor. Yeah, and from he, Italy. Ah. Well, he was from Italy. I know. Ah, sort of. Corsica. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, and um, he definitely wore lots of uniforms. Yes. And, uh, he, but he was a great general. I mean, yes. you know, if anyone, he was a general because he was a general under the um, revolutionary government. Well, Hitler was a great general. He nearly won the war. Hitler was not a great general. Wasn't he? I don't think so. No, he had great generals. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, really, it was his stupid decisions that lost them the war valid point yeah um and going back to Napoleon yes he did build up a cult of personality you know he became the sort of wait did Franco win the war Frank did Franco win yeah the Spanish Civil War yeah yes yes I mean Franco was actually the youngest general in Europe since uh Napoleon Franco was a general in the uh, of the Spanish forces in Morocco um, and won lots of battles. So he was considered a great general. And he did. I mean, he won the Spanish Civil War through some pretty good generalship. I don't know whether you'd call it great generalship. Going back to Napoleon. Yeah, he was the greatest general of his age and he came to power thanks to a revolution. So that's quite sort of dictatorial. Um he, you know, he basically said, "Look, the whole thing's a mess." Um, the, under the revolution, they had what they called the Reign of Terror. Like Hitler tried to start a revolution to get him into power, didn't he? No, Hitler got elected. Yes. Sort of properly. Um, but and then he tried get the whole of Austria to elect him, didn't they? All of Germany. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was he was elected through proper sort of elections, and then became um, the you know what, what, what the what they call it. Um, there's something in Germany. It's not the president. Chancellor. It's not the Would Putin be a dictator? Oh, good question. Well, uh, he's killed lots of people. He's killed lots of people. Yeah. How did he get power? He was elected. He's changed the rules a few times, I think, so that he keeps on getting elected. But yeah, he's yeah definitely someone you could, you could consider him a dictator. Um, he's because and other things that we haven't um, discussed is whether you know what do dictators do once they've got into power? For example, sort of changing the rules so that they stay in power. That's what Hitler did. So you know Hitler once he was in power, he then became the Führer and held on to power in a completely nefarious means. But he was elected. Same with Mussolini. Mussolini was elected, um, and Putin was elected. But Putin, I think he's changed the rules a few times, because you were only supposed... So he was president 
and then he was Prime Minister, and now he's President again. So he basically got somebody, got one of his mates to be, he was President, his mate, well, I can't remember his name, but... Medvedev. Was Prime Minister. What is the difference between President and Prime Minister? Um, the... I don't know quite enough about <laughs> what exact <laughs> rules of But, well, in France, so the uh, president is the head of state. Yeah. Um, so the president's like a kick. Uh, yes, in a kind of way. Whereas a prime minister is the head of the government. So in some countries, like Ireland, the president has no power whatsoever. Um, and the prime minister has all the power and runs the country. In France, the president has quite a lot of power, okay. and the prime minister runs, just runs the government. And in Russia, but obviously the problem with Russia is that the Russian system hasn't been going for very long. No. So really, they had... Yeah, the Russia social. hasn't been a country for very long. Russia's been a country for a very, very long time, but obviously the Russia that we know today hasn't been, has only been... Yeah, like because this, it was the, the Soviet 90s. Union. It was the Soviet Union. Yeah. Soviet Union broke apart. Then they had a completely mad alcoholic called Yeltsin in charge. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Putin took over from Yeltsin. But, I mean, it's quite interesting. If you look at the history of Russia, they've basically only ever had dictators. So they had the Tsars. Yeah. Um, for hundreds of years. And they were, yes, they were kings, but they were complete dictators and then they had um, Lenin and then they had Stalin and then they had a whole line of dictators in charge of the Soviet Union then they got rid of the Soviet Union and then they had Yeltsin and Putin so it's all been a bit of a long line of similar kinds of people they've always had like one strong man in charge of the country Um, but anyway so um Hello listeners, we've decided to try and keep our podcast episodes relatively short and we're going to try and keep them to no more than 30 minutes and aim for 20 minutes. This one was running on a bit so um, we've decided to cut it into part one and part two. We're going to be trying to release a podcast episode every other Sunday and come back in a couple of weeks to hear part two of the history of dictators.